Take three wrestling podcast. It is January the 11th, 2024. Uh, we're back. We've got another fun one in store for us. Uh, it's me. It's Fat Nash. Uh, yeah, I'm Fat Nash. Yeah, you are Fat Nash. That's Fat Hall. Hey, yo. The Fat Cider shirt has to happen sometime in 2024. Yeah, we got to work on that. We'll figure it out. Um, Okay, Joe will be with us in a minute. He's coming over. We're going to waste a little bit of time before he gets here, before we get into the night's topics. Um, did you guys already get tickets to Stan and I Can't Feel My Liver? Yeah, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a real quick call. Matt was like, Matt was like, I'm buying tickets. Do you guys want them? And I was like, I wasn't even planning on going. Like, because, like... I'm coming to Florida fucking a week and a half after that. And like, it was like, literally it was like, I'm buying them today. Cause he, he's not staying wherever Ryan and I stay. Like whatever hotel we're going to stay in. So he was like, I go that route instead of a, I think, yeah, I think it's probably going to just be easier if like Ryan and I, cause we got it. We got another buddy that's going to be going, not sitting with us, but like, he's probably just going to like ride, from here to there when he's just going to crash with us or whatever. So, yeah, it's probably going to be easier for us just to grab a hotel somewhere. Um, and, like, I was like, I don't really care if I go to NXT or not. Like, I'm li- like literally, this is all about WrestleMania for me. And Ryan's like, I'll go. And I'm like, well, that's going to be a problem, bud, because, like, <laughs> I was like, well, first off, because I didn't have the money to buy tickets that day anyway, and then, and then it was it became uh, it was like uh, you know, like because if if he we either both of us were going or neither of us were going because he, only one of us is driving, so it's not like what am I going to do to Uber from the hotel? And so it was yeah, it was like a last minute it was a last minute call. We we didn't, we didn't intentionally not uh include anybody but it was it was like it it, it it was it was matt was like i'm buying tickets i found tickets i'm buying them are you guys going it had like it literally happened in a, in a span of about not not even an hour half an hour at most it was like and it was like in the middle of the work day it was it was like what the fuck just happened Excellent. I'll have to see what I can finagle. Yeah, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's still tickets for it because, like, I don't think it was selling super crazy. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, as I'm looking on Ticketmaster now, <laughs> just to see what's even available. Um, tonight show we're going to talk about uh the predictions for the year 2024 we'll also talk about um i guess it's hard to kill 
Yeah, TNA Hard to Kill this uh, this Saturday night, man. It's the, Where are you guys sitting at? Um, let me even find my tickets here real quick. Which I'll probably have to sign back into Ticketmaster because I haven't signed into that app forever. Oh, no, there it is. I'm not still in. We are... I know we're on the floor. Section 6. We're down on the floor. Yeah, section 6 on the floor. The only rows I see are rows 10 and further back, and someone that is Joe's height probably won't be able to see over anybody's head. So. Yeah, we're in row 13, 14, something like that. Yeah, there's a couple on here for, for row 13. Like 80 bucks a piece or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we're... Uh, I know we got aisle seats, because I'm a fatty who loves the aisle. I think we're like 10... 10, 11, or 10, 9, 8, I think. While we wait for Joe to get here, I'm just going to randomly see if these tickets will tell me what seats they are. They should. Oh, seats two and three. So you just be at the other end of the aisle. <laughs> That'd be funny. The trick, is, oh, hey, so the trick is you buy them. I'm not going to tell the other guys that you're going to be there. And they'll just be like, oh, hey, look who's... Uh, who's uh, oh, hey. oh, hey there, guys. Look who's at the other end of the... Uh... Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll, I'll talk to Joe and see what he wants to do. I don't I don't know, actually, what Joe's plan is for uh, traveling to um, Philadelphia. I don't know if he's... Planes, trains, automobiles. I'll say because he's generally not a he's generally not a flyer like me, right? Correct. So that's why I'm saying I don't necessarily know for sure what his plan is. Um, I know he would prefer not to fly. <laughs> um, there's a roundabout chance that my wife doesn't come, um, so I don't know necessarily. My plan is to still come up Thursday, so I guess we'll see what that entails. Yeah. Um, at least keep me in the loop for where you guys look uh, for a hotel, because obviously Joe will stay with me. And Yeah, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> or I can get Section 103, which is a little elevated for the same price, so maybe I'll go that route, just cause, so Joe can see. There you go. Bringing my toddler with me. Dude, he's gonna be at your hip. That's hilarious. Fucking hell. We'll have to recreate the the uh, cover of twins. Yes, one thousand <laughs> percent. Um. So let's let, let, let's the week that was because some things happened and and I don't have a formal topic this week. We're gonna go with two topics just because I feel like giving hard to kill its its ability to breathe. Um is just because we haven't really covered a lot of no. of impact TNA before. So I, I kind of want to turn over this new leaf where we can do this a little bit more frequently with them, especially giving the new name, the new idea, you know, the eventually new hire that's going to come in uh, this weekend. That could be a game changer for them. So I kind of want to give them the floor. But I want to talk about this. Um, Tony Khan tweeting about Jinder Mahal. And then getting absolutely scolded by Jinder Mahal going, who the fuck is Hook? Dude, like, 
it was it was the dumbest it was one of the dumbest things because what it was the USA Network replied to something it wasn't even anything AEW related no and they just said like what was the cage match rating because what in the last couple weeks or so it's come out like that there's a report that what like Tony books based on cage match ratings or something. Yes. That's the joke. So, of course, Tony got on one and got into his feelings and, and went off, you know, started going off about like how it doesn't make sense that Jinder Mahal's getting a title match because he hasn't he hasn't wrestled in, you know, two years on TV and he hasn't done this and you know, blah, 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 and he just walks in and gets a title match, and it's like, my guy, like, what are you doing? First off, why do you care? Right? Like, at the at the core of it, like, it is, it, it is not your company, it is not your wrestlers, it is nothing, nothing connected to you. What, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, I sold that like a champ. And like, Jinder Mahal. I'm gonna roll. Jinder Mahal would look would be bigger than ninety eight percent of your fucking roster. He would walk in and look like the most legitimate guy on your roster. Day one. And you're day out one. here and like you're out here day one ish. Um and like you're out you're you're throwing shade at him over a USA like the guy who wrote that tweet is guaranteed like an unpaid intern at the USA network. Or a guy who's getting paid like three dollars an hour. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Tony? Like it isn't Embarrassing, bro. That Tony Khan tweet sponsored by My Dog's Ass. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did, did anyone already point out? Hi, guys. Did anyone already point out how Tony Khan is already the best booker of the year because he got Jinder Mahal over as a face? I mean, you're not wrong. Nobody else has ever been able to do it. Get down, buddy. Get out. Oh. It's impressive. Oh, I mean, the, the reality of the situation is, and this is the problem that I have with it. Um, anyone that's like, oh, why is everybody coming at Tony? He was just responding. He was responding to a tweet that has nothing to do from at WWE or at Triple H or at whatever. Like you said, it's a guy who's getting paid less than $3 an hour probably that's sending out a tweet that probably watches wrestling. Probably a wrestling fan. And literally, the whole the whole thing makes Tony look even worse as it goes it's one of those things where it's just like my guy what are we doing the problem i've always had with tony khan doing this kind of thing and i've said it since the beginning basically it's bush league because at the end of the day vince mcmahon never did this triple h doesn't even do it now i think Shawn michaels does it and he's just I mean, in charge of nxt in in the defense vince mcmahon did do it on twitter Billionaire Ted's wrestling war room. Well, on, <laughs> on but that's different. 
No, see, that that's different. Because look, look, even Triple H has had chances and taken them to take shots at AEW, but like at the Hall of Fame. Like you remember the year when DX was there and like Billy Gunn said something about about how like, oh, I don't even work here anymore. And Triple Max. H was Triple H was like down, Max. listen, we don't act like Vince won't just buy that little company and just to fire you. So right. like you know, like like they've done it in, in like a public setting. It's bush league when you're doing it in front of a thousand people on Twitter. You know, like you're, you're you're talking to you're talking to the fans, and you're doing it like you're just another fan. I mean, it's just bush league to me. One again, you know, and then like for 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 what? Right, because you don't see anyone do it in any industry. Like, there's no. Like it's not it's not like Jinder Mahal went on Monday Night Raw and was like, you know, took a shot at, at something AEW related. Right. Like like who who cares? Who who cares why he's getting a title shot? I mean, hell, remember the time when Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were saying something? Like it's like they got fired from SmackDown. And they showed up on Raw, and they were like, "We're available." And whoever the the GM of Raw was at the time, or the commissioner, or whatever role they had that month, was like, "Oh, I hear Impact's hiring." Like, yeah, whoever owned Impact that week didn't go on Twitter and say, "We don't want those guys." I'm pretty sure they actually did the opposite. I'm pretty sure they were like, "Yo, you guys actually want to come here, right?" Because well, 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 we need tag champions. Like, come on, just just come. Like it's it's, jeez Louise. Yeah, I just I'm I I don't. I, I'm trying to look up something real quick because I want to make a point to this the situation. Oh, here you go. Even better. Episode nine of Dynamite. Hey, Tony Khan, what did Scorpio Sky did you deserve an AEW World Title match? Okay, uh, Brian Cage made his AEW debut in the uh, the. Uh, Fight for the fall. But it was the it was the um, the hemorrhoid donut money in the bank thing, and he won that. Where was a battle royal? He won it, and his first match in a singles match in AEW was for the AEW title. Buddy, I, I'll I'll one up you, Brian Cage. All right, you want me to one up you? I got one. Same title run, John Moxley on the fifty second episode of Dynamite. I know pandemic September of twenty twenty. He defeated the Butcher in 15 minutes in an AEW World Title match. Why did the Butcher get a World Title match, and why did it go 15 minutes? Right. right. 19-time consecutive Booker of the Year. I wonder why. Actually, if you think about it too, and I mean, this is what it is, but Jinder had a very valid reason for being World Champion. They were trying to expand into the country that he's from. That's that's a valid reason to put a world title on somebody as long as they're not the drizzling shits, which Jinder isn't. Like he may not be everyone's cup of tea, he may not be everyone's favorite wrestler, but he's always at least been good. He's always at least been someone that you can possibly do something with. Yeah. They put the title on the great Kali. Jinder's an upgrade from that, you know. The MJF title run. June 29th, 2023. And the only reason why this guy got a title match was because they were wrestling in fucking Canada. 
Because since that match, all he's done has been Mr. Ring of Honor TV. They gave all-ego Ethan Page a title match. And we're worried about former World Heavyweight Champion Jinder Mahal? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? You gotta at least... If you're gonna take a shot at WWE, at least make it one that makes sense. Man, I can't believe that Obi Obi Toppin beat fucking Dragon Lee for the North American title. No, this guy randomly came out of nowhere. Like, if you're gonna take a shot at someone, take a shot. Honestly, no, no, no. If you're Tony Khan, have the balls to take the real shot. Oh, y'all screwing Cody again because The Rock wants to make an appearance? Like, go for the jugular. Go for the one that people are gonna be like, oh shit, he went there. Like, right. y'all, y'all fucking with, with Cody again. He won't bring Cody up because of all their issues. But, like, oh, y'all. I think, there's an, an, I, think, I think there's an NDA involved yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. <laughs> it's like, but, like, same so, with Cody. So, so I, I, I finally I found that clip because I knew it was out there. This is, now, you, we all know how far up Tony's ass um, Wrestling Observer <laughs> is, right? Yes. Like, here's, here's Brian Alvarez talking about the situation. I tried to get it on my computer, but I couldn't get it to load. You know, here's the thing. Yeah, I got a lot of tweets. Yes, it was exact same thing as last time. Got a lot of tweets from people in AW. They they were like, "Why is he doing this on Twitter? This is embarrassing." That's what they said. They said it last time too. I'm sure he's aware of it, but you know he sees this as, "Look at all the engagement I get for these tweets, and then I can tweet out some matches and some promotion for Wednesday, and you know to help boost the rating." That's why he does it. So what he tweeted was. A double standard. Hook, 28-1 career record on winning streak, calls out champ. A logical challenge sparks online outrage. Jinder has literally lost every single match he's in for the past year. Immediately gets title shot. Where's the rage? Okay, listen. I saw a lot of people defending Tony. They're doing it on the the chat right now. And yes, DJ, he is wrong. Okay? What timeline is he on? Who is complaining about Hook getting a shot against Samoa Joe? Who? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see have, that. Have one you part. seen anybody complaining that Hook is getting a shot at Samoa Joe? I haven't. I haven't seen one person complaining about that. Okay? I haven't been searching it out, but no, I didn't. I didn't okay. see anyone complain. Then he says, Jinder is getting a title shot. Where's the rage? What? What? All I have been hearing about since Monday is Jinder Mahal is getting a title shot. Now, listen, maybe this is out there somewhere, but I haven't seen any of it. I have seen nobody complaining about Hook, and I've seen tons of people mocking the idea that Jinder Mahal is getting a title shot. So I saw that tweet, and I was like, what are you talking about? Where is this happening? When you've lost Wrestling Observer... When you've lost Brian Alvarez, you, you've you've lost, bro. You, you like you're gone. Like this is the company that this is this is the the the, the website that fucking marks for you. Yeah, and 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 you have Brian Alvarez, the the right hand, the right hand of Dave Meltzer, <laughs> is 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 ma- like making fun oh, of what yeah. you're doing. Awful job. Like what? I want to be his right hand. <laughs> and like, and seriously, like, and and even even like when people were complaining about, it, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if Hook's getting a 
world title match. Joe's going to beat him in eight seconds. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, to, to me, it's actually dumb for you to put Hook in this match. Can I, can, can I do this real quick? Please just let me do this real quick. Yeah. Fuego del Sol, Bear Bronson, Aaron Solo, Serpentico twice, Blake Lee, QT Marshall, Anthony Henry, J.D. Drake, Zach Clayton in an FTW match that lasted 14 seconds, Angelo Parker, Aria Davari, Lee Moriarty, Optimus Prime's cousin Exodus Prime, Balaam Lynn. I don't give a fuck. This is Bill Goldberg light. What are, are, are all of the are all of those people people who've gotten title matches? No, those are all the ones that Hooks beat on his twenty eight to oh. one fucking record. Why are we fucking talking yeah, about seriously? What in the year of our Lord and Savior twenty twenty four? Who gives a shit? But it's like, but but here's but here's my thing is is they don't. Here's my thing is okay. So you're you're building up Hook twenty eight and one and whatever. One of two things is going to happen. He's going to get into this match and Joe's going to murder him. Murked. Like he's gonna get murked, so why the fuck why the fuck was he in this match? Now you've delegitimized the twenty eight and one record that he has. Or you're gonna have a, you know, what, hundred and sixty pound dude uh who hasn't beaten anybody going out doing a fucking Broadway with Samoa Joe, well that automatically delegitimizes Samoa Joe as your world champion. No, because here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. It's gonna be, it's gonna be probably about like a ten minute match. It's mostly gonna be Joe pushing around Hook, beating him up like he weighs hundred pounds more than he does. Which, yeah. At some point during that match, Hook is gonna hit a suplex of some sort on Joe. It's gonna be his big Hogan slamming Andre moment. The fucking 700,000 people who fucking bleed AEW are going to be like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of pro wrestling. And then we're all going to forget that this ever happened within a matter of about three months. Because most things in AEW are forgettable in a matter of about three months. I, I'm, I'm going to do you one better. He's going to hit the suplex. He's going to lock Joe in the Katahash to May. And Joe's going to get out of it. And he's going to choke him out. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to show up uh, two Fridays from now on Rampage and defend the AEW fucking FTW title against who gives a shit light. And we're going to, we're not, we're not even going to mention that he wrestled Samoa Joe for the world title. But then let's, then let's look. Now let's look over at the WWE side. Okay. Um, they created the world heavyweight title. As a response to the fact that Roman Reigns kind of makes his own rules, only wrestles a couple of times a year, so they created a new world title, right? Seth Rollins wins the title. He wins the tournament. He comes out the next Monday Night Raw, and he says, I'm going to be a fighting champion. You want this title? Come at me, bro. You want to you, you become world champion? I'll fight you. Uh, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be here every week. I'm going to fight. I'm going to defend this title, this and that. Jinder Mahal, a former WWE champion, challenges the fighting champion. What does a fighting champion do? All right, let's do it. You got a match. You know, he, hide, he hides behind a double mask. You know what's funny? If anything, like, Tony would have had more of an argument if he brought this up about Shinsuke. Because at least Shinsuke's lost every world title match he's ever had in WWE. Right. At least he 
mostly been on a losing streak. Like he's he's high profile as a bad guy, but high profile bad guys mostly lose in WWE. Yeah. Like at least at least Jinder's actually a former world champion. Yeah. Like there, there's more of an argument if you're like LOL Shinsuke Nakamura fighting for the world title. Yeah, what has Shinsuke done? Uh, right. He won a Royal Rumble one time and has lost like, every title match five years since. ago. Right. Yeah, exactly. And also, you have Tony Khan out here. I want to get I want to get the number right. I want to get the number right so that I don't, you know, I I I, I want to be a good journalism here. Oh, do the journalism. Tony Khan is out here. He only has four hundred thousand followers. Wow, but he's out here tweeting to his four hundred and one thousand followers. That's really not that impressive. My naked ass has like almost a thousand. Um. Yeah. I mean, three CT has has you know. Over three thousand, I think. Oh wow, thirty five hundred. So Some we're stuff share for me. We're catching up. Um, but he he's tweeting out to his four hundred and one thousand followers that Jinder Mahal is facing Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Title on Monday Night Raw. He's literally giving the WWE free advertising on his Twitter. See, it's funny because. This would almost be the Mick Foley moment from 1999. You know, the that'll yeah. put butts in seats moment. This would almost be that, except WCW was actually beating WWF right. at the time. Right. And it was a significant turning point. Whereas, yeah, we're, we're, we're AEW is nowhere near anything. Weird. You can't find those tweets anymore. Yeah. No, A. it's funny because like, AEW's by default the number two wrestling company in this country, but AEW is to WWE like the XFL is to the NFL. Yeah, it, it's not. It's they're not even actually playing the same sport. It feels like. Like, I don't. I don't feel bad for Tony Khan. He's he's a, he's the son of a billionaire, um, who has lived his life probably with a silver spoon in his mouth. I feel bad for a por- at least a portion of the AEW roster who's just like this this is not what I signed up for man like f- go back 5 years ago to that the to the press conference in the parking lot of the the Jaguar stadium and it's like this is you know this is going to be different this is going to be a revolution we're going to do this and like you know, they came out and it looked, you, know, you had the logo on the, on the black brick and like their, their, the dynamite set looked different than the wrestling set that we've seen on our TV for decades. Cause it was the only show in town. And instead of red or in blue, you had like purples and greens and splattered paint and this and that, and everything looked different and it felt different. And they like, they wanted to be different and now you turn on AEW Dynamite and it's a big screen and a stage and it's red and blue and it's mm-hmm. it's sports entertainment, but it's not done well. And it's and man, it's like they somewhere along they lost the vision. And now you have a guy who for a couple of years, because, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, we've been down that road. Like Vince McMahon, out of touch, you know. Obviously, you know it's his it's his creation, it's his baby. 
but like he was he's pushing 80 and he's just not the wrestling world needed something different than what Vince McMahon has been giving it for so long so everybody told Tony Khan how great he was and Booker of the Year and this that and the other thing and now all of a sudden the game has changed on him because ever since Triple H took over WWE feels fresher and more exciting and more people are watching and they're making more money and instead of the Monday and Monday and Friday night pictures on Twitter of empty seats and buildings WWE selling out houses WWE selling out house shows 9 10,000 people to house shows they had almost the same number of people at the Kia Forum in Inglewood for a house show on the WWE Holiday Tour that AEW, it was a sold-out show, but had for uh, World's End or whatever, one of the, the pay-per-view they just had there. Like, so Tony Khan, and now it's it's Tony Khan weekly pictures of empty buildings and MJF giving the promo of his life to six people in the front row on hard cam side. Like, it's you're you're starting to see a guy who doesn't know how to take adversity. And, yeah, and like, you know, some of the, you know, I think uh, Dax and a couple other AEW wrestlers were kind of tweeting things like, you know, I love Hook or something. Like, you tell the PR machine was going. But then, like, Dustin Rhodes is just like, man, I'm just kind of over this fucking shit in wrestling. And it's like, go tell your fucking boss that, dude. Like, he's the yeah. one that got ass hurt over a tweet by the USA Network. And the um, there was one the from WWE on Fox when the Jags lost to the Steelers. There yeah, was the Kurt, picture. The Kurt <laughs> Angle picture. So, like, Tony's getting punched in the face by, you know, poorly paid interns on Twitter. I won't even say he's getting punched in the face. Getting punched in the face would be if Triple H came out and was like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, sorry about that, bud. Like, he's getting body blowed by interns right yeah, now. He's crumbling. Like, so, like, Mike Tyson it just, just hit him with a left hook. It just sucks, man. Like, it, 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 to me, I, it just sucks for people on the AEW roster who, who they they are now, and I mean, you heard it. Brian Alvarez is like, I got people in AEW being like, this is fucking embarrassing. I think you hit the nail on the head before with what you were saying, and it's just that Tony Khan, and by way of Tony Khan, AEW as a whole, has lost the path. Because Eric Bischoff says it all the time on his podcast. I've One of my favorite weekly podcasts that I listen to, 83 Weeks. Um, and his other podcast also is pretty good, Strictly Business. But he says it all the time. You have to if, if you're if you're gonna be in the same space as another company that's a giant company like the WWE, you have to be one of two things: better or different. At you said you said it, Jim. You said it at the beginning. At, at the beginning of AEW, they were trying to be different. They were succeeding at being different. Yeah. And in some ways, that was actually making them even better for a lot of us yeah. from an in-ring perspective. In a lot of ways, a lot of people were very much behind that. At this point, the only thing that's different that AEW is doing than WWE is they're using Edge somehow worse than WWE did on his last run, which is actually pretty impressive. Yeah, like Edge came in, had a 
Kind of like like he had a run in WWE that started out really strong, and then by the end, his last match was on a SmackDown. Yeah. But like this coming week, he's fighting in an eight man tag that is literally one of the most pointless matches that has probably ever existed on any wrestling show. Yes. Yeah. It's... Like this is the kind of stuff that New Japan books on basically their house shows. This isn't the stuff that you know, and even they get away with it if they do put it on a major show because it's their culture. It's different. Like that's the way Japanese wrestling is booked. And for how many years did we hear? You know, anytime there was a six man tag or an eight man tag, you you would see the the Teddy Long GIF pop up. Yeah. Because like it became it became the butt of the joke that like oh if WWE doesn't know what to do on a SmackDown they're just gonna make an eight man tag and sure enough they one did. One of two things is gonna happen: it's gonna be an eight man tag match, or, or the heels gonna have a match with the Undertaker. One on one, on one with the Undertaker. Oh, I was, it was, it's one of the two things that's gonna happen on that show. Right. Hala, hala, hala. You know, and like, like it was funny, and it but it was also reality. Like that's, that's literally what was happening. So like. Yeah. But now you you look at you like every week like when I'm going over and like notes and stuff for for wrestler of the week and figuring out what happened like I look at the collision results and I'm like oh there was a six man tag yeah I look at, I look at rampage I'm like oh there was a ten man tornado tag cool okay and it's almost every week and it's like because we said it we said it a long time ago AEW style of booking again Tony Khan's not a story he doesn't write stories he books matches yeah and and. Originally, for a long time, I remember Mike agreed with me on this when I said it a long time ago. He was basically booking the much higher budget version of Pro Wrestling Gorilla, where you just you're giving them dream matches. You're giving them dream matches. I implore you, look over the any recent Dynamite Collision, in, um, whatever fucking other Ram, show they Ram, have. <laughs> look over any of those cards. Tell me whose fucking dream any of those matches are. Like, honestly, the last time they had a legitimate dream match, you'd have to go back to... Well, <laughs> Don't die. Don't die. Get it out. You yeah, have to ask a lot of dicks. You'd have to go back to the summertime when he was the first person to put Danielson and Okada in the ring together. That was a dream match. And it's now been done twice. You know, like, he, he's not giving us dream. Edge versus Christian isn't a dream match. We've seen it a million times. It's a really nice place to go revisit. But it's not a dream match. He's not giving us dream matches anymore. That's your problem. You're 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 telling me with a straight face that uh <laughs> I gotta find a good one on here. Um I mean nope, that's not even really a dream match. Nope, that one isn't either. Orange Cassidy versus Rocky Romero isn't a dream match. What about what about Swerve versus Adam Page in Texas Deathmatch? Look, I'm telling you, I legitimately dream about Hook. I don't dream about Hook wrestling Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to find something that wasn't in the Continental Classic. Cause... You want to give me my dream, Tony Khan? I'm going to nope, need Hook really. with no clothes. Nope, don't want to do it. Middle of the ring, just oiled up. Nope, don't want to do it. Maybe get Nick Wayne out there if you don't mind. Pass. Darby can take a bump or two. Nope. Like. Nope. Nope, no, 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 no. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that. Tony Khan, give me. Oh, my God. Tony Khan, give me what I want. Give me my twink division. 
Oh, God damn it. You've got the talent for it. They really do. Wait, hold on. He didn't... You didn't love the dream match that was Hook and Rob Van Dam versus Alex Reynolds and John Silver? That's a dream match in Pro Wrestling Gorilla, dog. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like an opening match in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. They would do that match in Yeah, Pro I mean... I... Honestly, the last... the last. Let me use the word dream in quotation. Uh, to me, was October 21st on Collision uh, from the FedEx Forum in Memphis. It was Brian Danielson versus Andrade. And I yeah. don't even know that I'd go as far as to call that a dream match. It's a great match on paper. I think and, they I, fucked, and they fucked up and they lost Andrade. I, I personally, yeah. would, I would say that it's a dream match because of Danielson's run on the independent and all of Andrade's work in Mexico. Yeah, and, yeah. and look, there's there's big dream, you know, big slash dream, however you want to you split the hairs on the word, matches to be had. But the problem is they have... When that's what you were building, you're the foundation of your company on. You're eventually going to run out, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing them get to the point where, you know, you 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 bring in all the you bring in everybody and their mother. You you get out all of the dream matches that you can, and then what? You start booking nightmare matches like the Young Bucks versus Sting and Darby Allen and Sting's last like, match. Like, like, because uh, I, I don't, wanna, I don't want to like beat this don't Tony Khan thing to to, to death because we do want to get to the other topics. Is is that is this one of the topics tonight? We're beating no, no, Tony no, Khan no. to death. I honestly, I'm okay with this being my topic. I was gonna say I didn't, even, no, no, I didn't even have a topic tonight. Oh, okay. I, we started this to okay. waste time until you came upstairs, and it's turned into 37 minutes of pencil neck fucking Young Buck. Pencil is, mustache young bucks fucking coming on being is, final. is uh it's so easy is 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 that really gonna be the fucking match? I swear to God, if it is, I will. Like, are you fu- are you I fucking kidding me? I, I thought that was official. I thought they actually like nah. They just they teased it. They teased it because like Shivani asked uh, Sting who. You know who he wanted the last match to be. Then the Bucks music hit. They had the stare down, and then Dynamite went off the air. Who knew that Vince McMahon had two more fucking kids? Right, like you literally have the Vince McMahon mustache right now. He already made it uncool this year. What are you doing? I I legitimately said on their show tonight. Yeah, I said, "Wow, who knew that the Young Bucks were gonna have a new manager? Fucking Vince McMahon with this fucking." Pencil fucking the pencil mustache club like PMC taking out Sting. I like mean, I like you know what it makes perfect sense. Hold on, this makes perfect sense. Vince McMahon will be their manager. <laughs> Vince McMahon couldn't get Sting in WWE when he did. All he did was fucking beat him, and now he's gonna be in the corner of the Young Bucks whenever they put Sting out to pasture. This makes perfect fucking sense. Like the truth is. And I, I don't, you're right, we shouldn't keep taking shots, but, like, just thinking about it even, because, like, okay, Will Ospreay was on the TV about 20 minutes ago. Oh, Ocean Spray? He's one of those people. Bandito's one of those people. There's been so many people that AEW has announced signing, and then you just never see them. Like, could you imagine WWE being like, we signed CM Punk, and then six months later, CM Punk finally shows up? <laughs> 
I mean, it's kind of what's happening with Jade Cargill, but they didn't realize how dramatically unprepared she was. And they put her on TV. They did put her on TV. But I I also love the fact that Triple H isn't afraid to address it because he was asked (laughs) about it after Survivor Series, and he's basically like, uh, yeah, she wasn't trained properly at all. So we're we're catching up to learning here. But even that, like, that was sort of a shot at AEW. Oh, it absolutely was. But like, truth. Right. Like he didn't. He didn't. Right. Like, because here's the thing. Um. Yeah. Like, if if you didn't know like the full full backstory, all all him basically saying like, hey, you know, we're just we're kind of catching her up to speed and and getting her to where she needs to be to be on WWE TV. Those who know know that he's basically just like, wow, AEW sucks at training wrestlers. You know, not for nothing, and, and maybe we can. This could be the start of our transition out of this, right? Now that Charlotte is injured. Oh, boy. Now that The Rock is back in town. Give me what I want. WrestleMania 40. Give me Cody and Brandy versus Shaq and Jade Cargill. I want I want that to be her first match in WWE just like it was in AEW. That would be amazing. It would be better than it was in AEW. 100, 110% better. Really, Jesus, why? <laughs> fucking why, man? You you really gotta you really gotta put these fucking ideas in his head. Shaq Shaq at WrestleMania, you gotta have a celebrity. Fucking Shaq. No, you're gonna have a celebrity. It's gonna be the retired Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Let's fucking be real he, here. He's gonna come out in the Mummer outfit and win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. The set the the center for the Philadelphia Eagles, like the he has the he does the podcast with his brother Travis Taylor's boyfriend. Oh, Taylor Swift's brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Is Taylor Swift gonna be at WrestleMania? Probably not. Probably not. What if, oh my God, no! I, what if right before the Rock Roman match? I blame you for this, Mike. Blood. I blame you for this. Like she comes out. You and she did this, Mike. Bad blood right before the end of the Bloodline storyline. God, we just had this conversation. We literally, I literally just got done talking to you. You want He's worse than intern Mark. Well, (laughs) I don't know that I'd go that far. You You want to talk about a dream match? Taylor Swift and WrestleMania. That's a dream match. Hold on. You know what? I think she's going to be in like Mississauga, Ontario or something that night. Hold on. They got planes to Philly. Not enough. What mid act? Hey, Travis, we gotta go. I gotta go talk to your brother at fucking WrestleMania. Oh my god! What the fuck? That would be amazing. I would, I would shit a kid in. Okay, hold on. What? What? When is? When is it again? WrestleMania. April April seventh, six and seven. Yeah, something like that. I was putting in my vacation time, so. Oh, you have got to be fucking. Is she in Philadelphia? You have got no. Tell me, she's in Philadelphia. She's just not on anywhere. She could be in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I could also fucking own a Bobcat, but I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it's important to dream big. When you reach up on a star. No, let's look at her dates. Oh, yep, here you go. Nope, that's last year's. I was going to say. I don't even think she's on tour anymore. Uh, didn't she add more dates to it or something? It might, she might be international now. Like She might be in fucking like Barcelona that's or what I was, somewhere. Oh, she's in San. No, that's. That was last November. This is, we're looking up important information about Taylor Swift. 
upcoming concerts for Taylor Swift. I'm telling you, she's going to be at WrestleMania I this year. I swear to God, I will fucking throw up in a bucket. Wait, when is she in Tokyo? Uh, March 2nd, she's in Singapore. All right, let's get to April. March 9th. Oh, no, there isn't anything. She's off all of April because it's March 9th in Singapore and, and May, May 9th in Paris. God damn it, I swear to God. Taylor Swift confirmed for WrestleMania. You're to hear first on the Take 3 Wrestling Podcast. Taylor Swift's going to end Roman's streak. God, I can't wait to see intern Mark giddy like a fucking Cheshire cat. And I'm going to sit them two next to each other and just let him sing fucking Swifty songs all fucking night. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. You did this, not me. The fuck? All right, let's get to the topics. Uh, which one do we want to do first? Let's do... Uh, hold on. Isn't your prediction about AEW or is it about WWE? I thought we were doing WWE prediction. Yeah, I think we did AEW last week. Then you know what? Let's take a breath of fresh air. Let's get to something fresh. Let's get to something new. Let's go to TNA. All right. I'm cool with that. All right. TNA to Kill uh, this Saturday night, uh, January 13th. Uh, Palms Casino Resort in uh, Paradise, Nevada. I don't know what he said. For a company that everyone thought wasn't going to last two years... We're on year 21. We are. Like, ECW was only around for five. WCW was only around for nine, if you don't count uh, the Jim, uh, what was it? Jim Crockett promotion. Yeah, I was going to say Jimmy Crockett. Oh, yeah, they've already outlasted WCW. Like, that's crazy. WCW. That's crazy. They are hard to kill. Right, like it is the it is the most appropriately named um pay per view I've ever heard, and it's I mean I think it's it's appropriate that uh, yeah they launched uh yeah they launched May tenth of twenty twenty two or twenty uh, two thousand two so we're yeah. we're twenty two yeah. years in this will be yeah. twenty two years yeah um, yeah it's fucking That's crazy. Right, I mean, we three CT has been on the air for a decade, and and we, throughout our history, we have we have had the discussion about is this the end of TNA or is this the end of Impact? And there are people alive working at my job who have never not existed in a world where TNA. There is are a thing. people. There are people that work at my job that wow. TNA is older than. And I work in the fucking casino that, industry. Yeah, that actually really surprises me. I have like 19-year-olds that deal there, and I look at them and I go... That's legal? Yeah, 18 and over. Huh. Uh, but like, I'm like you have laws in Florida. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Try, <laughs> try that in a small town. I mean, come on. I mean, just because you legally can fuck an alligator doesn't mean you should fuck an alligator. I mean, right. Gators don't play no shit. <laughs> Um, Try that in a small swamp. <laughs> I don't suggest it. I don't either. All <laughs> right. Those of Joe Lopez are. Yeah, they, oh world. my God, they never are. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, there are 10 matches in total, I believe. Yeah. Uh, thir- 39.95 on Impact Plus or. Uh, the opera named uh, Thriller. Oh, the former fight. Yeah, when did that happen, by the way? I mean, I was very unaware of that. December? Huh, I'll be darned. Um, 
but there are yeah so let's uh let's start on the pre-show it is rich swan versus steve macklin uh in a singles match um uh, joe i steve macklin was one of the forgotten sons right he was he was the he was the guilty um by association son but hasn't he also been like a big deal in TNA? Like, hasn't he even been like a champion? Former or... world champion Steve Mack. I was gonna say he was he was a champ this past year, right? Yeah, he won the title when Josh Alexander got hurt. So okay, so here we got former world champion Steve Macklin and Rich Swan. The only person he's ever beaten is his wife. I'm gonna go with Steve Macklin. Holy so, hell! Jesus. Wow. I was not ready for that. Way out of line. Way out of line. Just <laughs> try that in a small town. I was not. Usually, <laughs> what they do in a small town, for the record, it's a past time. I was not ready for that. I was just completely, completely unprepared for that to happen. I am not gonna lie. Wow, um, are we? That that man cost two hundred five live dozens of viewers when he did that. Are are we are we allowed to say that? I don't know if we can say that. I mean, we did. I don't think we're allowed to. I but, but we did. So if Tony Khan can tweet what he wants to. I can say what I want. Well. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's. <laughs> Holy hell, uh, Mike! <laughs> do you want to make your pick on this match, or? I think you can morally pick Swan for the record. Jesus, he just doesn't stop. <laughs> he just. <laughs> he just doesn't stop. I was getting ready to say something, and he just. You know what? I I almost just want to say Steve Macklin, uh, Rich One wins by disqualification because Steve Macklin takes out punishment on Rich One for beating his wife, but I don't know that that, that gets any better. Will you stop? <laughs> Steve Macklin, because I don't think, I think Joe's right. I don't think I can morally pick Rich uh, One. Steve Macklin, that's the answer. Tag team match, Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers taking on Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. So hold on, is this the AEW equivalent to the Who Gives a Shit Invitational? Uh, storyline. Yeah. TNA actually. Yes. Thank you, Inter Mark. <laughs> yeah, he's here. Let's go. I like Eddie Edwards. Let's go, Eddie Edwards. All right, uh, Mike. If you would have asked me in the year of our Lord and Savior, Michael, uh, WrestleMania, Miami. Um, which one of the American Wolves was going to be the bigger star? I would have put money on Davey Richards, and I would have been horrifically wrong. The only reason I never would have bet that... <laughs> he was already on his like second retirement slash comeback. No, I think that's when they started the rumors of like him and the kids in St. Louis just being shit people. Oh, okay. I think that's oh, whenever yeah. that was really starting to circle. Was like, hey. Him and O'Reilly and a couple of the other guys there were just like shit people. And I think that's when that started. Um, you got to admit one thing. Total aside for a second. 
But karma really does come around because there's a bunch of guys from that time Turn this frame. into a Taylor Swift thing. I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm quitting there's, this podcast. There's, there's a bunch of people from that same time frame, like the Samoa Joe CM Punk time frame, like Austin Aries and Davey Richards, who, in theory, could be huge right now, but were total pieces of shit as human beings. I, and aren't. I, I literally thought that you were going to make a comment about Davey Richards allegedly... Oh no! His wife. No. After the, the, the other, I literally thought that's where he was going. Uh-oh. I'm gonna try to lie Uh-oh. about that. Yeah. No, no, because he trained to be a paramedic, so he just fixed her afterwards. It's fine. It's okay. That's on me. It's that okay. one's on me. Stop. That one's on me. I set that one up. That's on me. I'm gonna go. Stop. Yep, that's on me. That that one's yeah, on me. Yeah, that that one's you. That one's on me. For the record, I don't condone hitting women. I don't condone touching women at all. I'm gay. So just go, just putting that out there. Dear God, Eric Young and fucking Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Uh, no, D, no DQ match for the TNA. No, I'm just trying to help my leg. I mean, he's, the record, he's a guy, too. It. it makes he's perfect it. sense. Buddy, no. I'm not attracted to dog boys. I'm attracted to boys who are dogs. There's a difference. What the fuck is the last 50 minutes of the show, man? <laughs> Clap them cheeks. What the actual fuck? Stop that off, please. What is this last 15 minutes, man? And we were about to have the sex. Don't hump a cat. You said, please don't hump me. Go hump a cat. Clap them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is the last 15 minutes of this show become? I didn't get much of it in me. <laughs> now he's over here dying. Oh Touch it in the back. <laughs> I think there's a beat. You, you feel me? Do you feel him, sir? Wow, I, I, you know, I don't even, I don't even know what happened. I, how did we get here? That's what I'm trying to figure the fuck out. How the fuck did we get here? Let's talk about TNA. Rich Swan beats his wife. Oh my god. Um, Davey Richards allegedly beat his and put it back together like it was the fucking Tin Man and fucking Wizard of Oz. Now he's getting humped by a dog, but he doesn't like dog boys. He likes boys that are dogs. Can you stop? Jesus Christ, buddy. What the? How did, he's got that dog in him. Uh, what's the match? I haven't even smoked any weed since before I went to work today. This is me sober. Wolf. Um, Stop saying wolf. <laughs> I mean, you're the one that said he's got that dog in him. No, I'm not even a bottom. All right, bro. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> even if I was okay with it, I would not have the dog in me. Jesus. Mm. Um, no DQ match for the TNA Digital Media Championship. Tommy Dreamer defending against Crazy Steve. The fuck did you just say? What belt? The Digital Media Championship. Okay, heard. What the hell is even that? It's like the Transcontinental Global fucking title or something. I don't know. Oh my God. It's it's kind of oh, their equivalent of a TV title. 
Yeah, no, let me let me have Tommy Dreamer winning the JPEG championship. All right. Michael. Michael. Crazy Steve, because if I say anything more than that, it's just going to end bad. Yeah, yeah, don't, just don't. Um, I'll go with Crazy Steve as well, because Tommy Dreamer shouldn't hold t- championships in 2024. It's okay if he holds the PDF championship. <laughs> I literally was going to make a comment about Crazy Steve being legally blind, but I thought you were going to take it somewhere else. Wait, Crazy Steve is legally blind. All right, what's the first match on the main show? Let's All go. right, main show, four-way tag team match for the TNA oh, World Show. The four-way tag team match for the TNA World Tag Team Titles. Uh, ABC uh, defends against the Rascals, Speedball Mountain, and the Grizzled Young Vets. Oh, shit. They got the Grizzled Young Vets? They got the Grizzled Young Vets. Who put the tag titles on them. All right. Michael? Michael? There were so many jokes there that I thought he was going to take, and he missed on fucking all of them. Mike, stop. Will you stop? I'm just saying, if he's not going to take the opportunity, I'm going to call him out for it because he's using the bad jokes. And he's not even using the good ones. Why me? Give me what I want. Grizzly Young Vets. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't see how you don't do that here. Um, so, yeah, give me the Grizzled Young Vets. Uh, well, especially if this is, in a lot of ways, kind of a... Let's call it a, uh, a shakeup of TNA, almost like a rebirth of TNA. Yeah. Like, put the titles on somebody new. I really thought he was going to say something worse. <laughs> the problem is, is he has me expecting the worst now. I'm going to be named. No, you're not. Don't the lie. rest of the TNA that, topic. That, is, that is not in your fucking fours, <laughs> your your fucking vocabulary. Don't lie to me. Continue. Um, singles match: Josh Alexander versus Alex Alex Hammerstone. This match makes me want to watch the show. For the record, this match sounds awesome. Um, kind of want, kind of want Josh Alexander to win. Kind of going with the same theory as I just had about the tag title match. Like you're hitting reboot on this. Like let's let's get one of the new stars over. Let's let's get Hammerstone over. All right, Michael. Plus, he's got some pretty good tires. Isn't that a tire brand? Bridgestone. Oh, okay. Firestone. Listen, Firestone, Bridgestone. It's close enough. Good lord. I can't. I can't do it. Don't shine out me again, dude. I mean, I, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's the walking weapon because I don't think Alexander Hammer. Hammerstein Ballroom is signed to a uh, Impact Wrestling contract yet, so I don't necessarily think he beats Josh Alexander, but I think this is going to be a great match that inevitably ends with him being signed in Impact Wrestling after the match. All right, uh, yeah, I think I, I, I I'm kind of thinking that too. I think Hammerstone's going to be there, um, so might as well get him uh, a big victory when on his way in. Um, Knockouts Ultimate X match to determine the number one contender for the Knockouts World Championship. Giselle Shaw, Zaya Brookside, Jody Threat, Tasha Steeles, Alicia Edwards, and Danny Luna. The wheels started spinning in his head the minute you said women's Ultimate X match. <laughs> First of all, I really did think to myself, holy shit, 
someone going to die. Second of all, I don't know a single one of those women. They all sound like porn stars. Um, Jenna Jameson in the eighth. That's my pick. Jenna Jameson in the eighth. With what? The wrench? Yes. We're playing fucking Clue now? Yes. Um. Wow, who knew that Joe was going to make us uh, just turn off the air tonight? And I'm the one who uploads the fucking podcast. Uh, give me uh, Zaya Brookside. Uh, I'll take Giselle Shaw. Um, you mean Mrs. Scott Demore? Yeah. Oh, she's married to the Booker. Smart. I don't know if they're married. Smart play. Definitely. Smart play. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick then. Uh, singles match: Dirty Dango, who just I think just resigned this week with um, with TNA, uh, taking on PCO. Taking on who? PCO. PCO. The fucking the weaker Quebecer. He's obviously not the weaker Quebecer. He's still he's still wrestling, man. Is the other one's still alive. I don't know. This one gets his nuts electrocuted. Where's the Mountie? He's getting his man. Who are you picking in this package? Well, now I'm just jealous of the Mountie. I want to get my man. Um, let's go. I literally just Come used on, this guy. Let's go. Uh, Jacques Rougeau is still alive. 63 years old. I love that for him. Let's go with not PCO. So, so going Dirty to- Dango. Yeah. All right. Uh, I realize those guys was in TNA, but yes. All right, Michael. I, I, the only time I can pick the same person as Joe is Steve Macklin for reasons stated already. So, uh, give me PCO. Give you, Scott. Give me PCO. Uh, give me PCO. What I'm gonna have after this goddamn topic? Yeah. I'm um uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Dango myself. Um. All right, we got a three-way match for the X Division Championship. Chris Sabin defending against Vikingo and Kushida. Is is Chris Sabin the only one actually signed to the company? I think Kushida is. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I remember them, them saying that he was re- returning to TNA. I do not think that El Hijo del Vikingo is, though. No, no, I'm sure he's probably just a guest star. But also, too, you could have him win the title and then drop it on a TV taping, like, the, the, next, the next night. Yeah. The next night when they're doing the TV taping. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what? Like, let's get the, let's get the wrestling world talking. Give it to Vikino. He's legitimately one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I'll, I thought you were going to say Milano 7, but whatever. Um, I mean, you just put Vikino in a mask and basically... He's already in one, is he not? Does he wear a mask? No, that's Commander. Never yeah, mind. No, I, got, I, got, I got my Latin Luchadors mixed up. My bad. That's on me. Happens all the time. Yep. Rey Mysterio. Um, They're all just Rey Mysterio. It's fine. Not wrong. The views expressed by Joe Lopez are not that of every member of Take Three Wrestling. Thank you. Uh, I'll take... um, I'll take Kushida. Um... You know what? I'll actually take Chris Saban retains, um, but I think he'll start a program with Kushida. If Kushida that, is for sure. Wait, 
That it's, sounds like an awesome matchup. Is this, is this for the love and affection of TNA World Champion Alex Shelley because they're both tag partners of his? Oh, is this going to be an Alex Shelley tag team partnership on a on a pole match? Like he can only tag with whoever wins the custody yes. of him in a ladder match. Yes, like Dominic Mysterio at the age of like seven. Yes. All right, cool. Say less. Yeah, that's a good point. I like it. Yes. Uh, all right, next one, we have the singles match for the TNA Knockout Championship. Trinity defending against Jordan Grace. This is Jordan Grace's uh, Call Your Shot Championship match. Isn't the rumor that Trinity's WWE bound at this point? That is the rumor, yeah. So let's go Jordan Grace. Um, I think Jordan Grace wins. I also think that... I thought this match was actually going to main event the show. Um, uh, I mean, it could be like it's not. I don't think either of these. I'm just going in. I just went in order as they're listed. No, I know. I'm just saying. It, I I just felt like this was going to be the main event. Um, but it doesn't feel like it is anymore. Um, with the whole them bringing in someone that they're signing. Um, so. Well, and reportedly, uh, it's not the. That's what I say. Reportedly, it's not a male. It's not a female. Not a so female, I, yeah. So, I don't think that this ends the show. Yeah, now. I think uh, that, that's going to be your closing moment. I would think. Yeah, uh, I'll take Jordan Grace to win because I think Trinity makes her return at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the, if the the rumors are true, and and I I don't see why they wouldn't be. Um, then, then I think you have to go Jordan Grace, um, but uh, you know an interesting wrinkle to the to the Royal Rumble is you know as we talked about last week if if the you know the two companies like even the, TNA even Plus is is under the Endeavor umbrella like you have a you have a potential to you know have Dirty I mean, Dango show up at the Royal Rumble like without the Endeavor connection they let mickey james in yeah the Rumble. yeah but i think now it's it's even more like and the fact that triple h is in charge i think yeah. he gets the 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 money in working with another company where vince never would um anyway uh yeah i have jordan grace winning and then lastly we have the singles match for the tna world championship alex shelley defending against moose uh this is moose's feast or fired match so i i didn't want to say this on uh, 3CT because I thought Tim would have said something because Tim's the rules aficionado of the world. If Moose loses, he's not fired. How does this work? So the Feast or Fired match is a match where there's four briefcases, one on each pole. Oh, if you lose, you have to open one. World type. No, if you get one of the cases, you have to open it. You're taking a one in four chance of getting a title shot. Did they do that recently? Yeah, like a month or two ago, I think. Who got fired? Uh, one of the guys from Japan that went back to New Japan. Oh. His excursion was over. Okay. So what it is, is they each get a case. There's a world title match, a tag title match, an X division title match, and a it's, pink slip. It's actually one of the more clever gimmicks. That's that okay. Okay. That that okay. That makes sense. That's that's our bad. Got it. Yeah, like the match itself, the Feast of Fire matchup was always a little weird because it's like a ladder match where you have four chances to win. But so but who the got result gimmick? So was always who got fun. fired? 
Uh, I'm looking right now. It was one of the uh, Asian gentlemen. Show show no. Uh, here you go. So Shono back City? so back on Impact One Thousand on September 9th that aired on September fourteenth. Moose won the world title match. Crazy Steve won the digital title match, which I believe he is wrestling yep. for on this show. Yep. The tag title match was won by Chris Bay. Him okay. and Ace Austin are the tag champs going into this, so they've already used theirs. It was Yuya Uemura, okay. who was returning to his excursion of uh, – back to New Japan and being part of just five guys. All right. Okay. So that match, like I said, that match took place. Um, I love how it says here. Uh, Uwe Mura was fired. Legit. No, his excursion was over. You fucking morons. <laughs> but this, this is the stuff that, okay. So th- going back uh, bound for glory, Chris Bay cashed in their contract. To defeat the Rascals to win the titles. Crazy Steve defeated Tommy Dreamer on the October 22nd. Uh, was when it was taped. It aired on on November 9th. He won by disqualification, which has led to this no, no DQ match. Ah, uh, okay. Cashing in the title match at Hard to Kill. Other notable person who won the um, a, a, a contract at Feast or Fired um, is a gentleman that's taken over the wrestling world by storm. It is L A Knight. Yeah. He he cashed in and won the King of the Mountain. He won the tag titles with Scott Steiner uh, two years later, and then he lost his world title, uh, one losing to Pentagon Junior uh, April twenty third two thousand eighteen. The feature fire is actually a really cool concept. I actually, yeah, like no, I, I I do enjoy it. I just didn't know the uh, the ins and outs. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me. I want Alex Shelley to win because I really like Alex Shelley. But give me Moose. The way I look at this is, if it's going to be someone, and when we talked about it, I mentioned the name Brock Lesnar. Yeah. If Moose wins. Brock Lesnar makes sense because those are two big sons of bitches. Yep. If Alex Shelley wins, it don't make sense to be Brock Lesnar because what are we going to do? We're going to watch him yeet him into the fucking 14th row? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the approach that, I, that, that I've been thinking about, especially since your guys' show where I was like, man, if, this, if it's going to for sure be a male, if it's someone who's going to be a great wrestler in ring, the name Jim uh, Tim brought up, Dolph Ziggler, if you're telling me that Dolph Ziggler, Alex Shelley is going to be the main event of a TNA show in the next month or two, that's I'll take it because I think that match is going to be fan fucking fucking banger, man. But it's like if Moose wins, no, I don't think Moose versus Dolph Ziggler is going to be good. I don't love Moose in ring. I think the Moose character and him being a dickish heel, and you know. He just, it doesn't strike me as the world champion. Right. Um, you know, I, I, let, 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 I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm going to take Shelly to retain because inevitably I do think it's going to be somebody like Mustafa Ali or Dolph Ziggler or somebody like that that's going to come in and call his shot 
And if you're telling me that the February pay-per-view is main evented by Alex Shelley versus insert Dolph Ziggler or Mustafa Ali here, I think that match would be an absolute fucking banger, and I'm here for it. The thing about Moose, and let's be, let's call, let's be, I'm not going to say that, wow. Meese. Let's, let's be honest here. This is a big guy, huge, visually impressive. If if he was actually worth the damn in the ring, WWE would have signed him five years ago. You're just not getting quality matches out of Moose. You get serviceable matches. Yeah, out of you're Moose. not wrong. You're not getting like amazing matches. You get, you get out good. Of Moose. You get good, not great. Yes, you get like three and a half stars. Is probably his like ceiling. And honestly, if he goes out there and puts out three and a half star matches, I'm more than happy with. Yeah, that. no, it's not a bad thing. Like you can, if you're a smaller company, you can make that your world champion, and it can work. You know, but I'm just saying, like, if this was a guy who delivered five star matches. Given his size and his look and his, he's got the promo ability. He's got a lot. He's got the character. He's got a lot of things going for him. WWE would have scooped him up five years ago. You're not wrong. Uh, Jim, who you got? Um, yeah, I feel, man, it's so hard to tell. I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be somebody on the level of, of, of Brock Lesnar. Um so I'm gonna lean I'm gonna lean on Shelly getting the win and it being somebody like Ziggler or Mustafa Ali or something something like that. Like and and because here's the like you know, I, I just think it's gonna be somebody that, that that's more fits the style of TNA. So, yeah. I guess, uh, are, are we making the formal prediction on who we think it is actually going to be? Sure. Joe, who's the mystery signing? I liked your whole argument for Conor McGregor last week. I kind of wanted to be him. Or two weeks ago, whenever the fuck we talked about it. I think that'd be a fucking huge get. Um, that'd be a bigger get than Dolph Ziggler. Oh, a thousand percent. And the way that the more talked about it, about being on the level of Christian Cage and Kurt Angle, um, when Dolph Ziggler left WWE or was released from WWE, he wasn't involved in the main storylines. I, I don't compare Dolph Ziggler to Christian Cage or Kurt Angle. No, I mean, honestly, and this is going to sound maybe slightly mean, Dolph Ziggler just showed up in New Japan. He didn't go after the world title. He's going after one of like the lower card titles, you know, like not not the lowest, but like he's not out there fighting for the world title. So like, how do you have? How do you sell someone as one of the biggest signings of your company? And two weeks ago, he showed up in the Tokyo Dome to go after the guy that won some new belt. I agree. Fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna double down with Joe Conor McGregor. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Mustafa Ali, actually. I'm going to go with Mustafa Ali. I don't hate it because I think he'll have great matches. Yeah. Mustafa Ali versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not kidding, man. 
Like that's gonna be good. Like that's I'm gonna good. throw one other person out there that it could be. Jushin Thunder Liger. No, I wish. <laughs> um, and this one, okay, in a world, in a world where we're assuming that WWE and TNA might have some level of involvement with each other, past just that they're both being some level of funded by Endeavor. Wasn't Drew McIntyre on Raw not not even a few days ago talking about how he needed to step away from WWE for a minute? I was at work. I didn't get to watch that promo. Plus, I was watching it. I mean, he has a history in TNA. Former TNA world champion. He's a big fucking deal. He's a big name. It's going to get lost in the shuffle on Raw. For he the is next lost line. in the shuffle already. But I'm saying it's just going to get worse if Dwayne's yeah. there. What if you just shuffle him over to TNA for a few months? That's yeah, here you go. him warm go. until after WrestleMania is over. You take Drew Galloway for a little while. Yeah. You let Trinity come in and wrestle in the Royal Rumble match. Well, yeah, I feel like I feel like Dwayne. You may have hit on the something on the head there, Joe. I mean, only because of his promo on Raw. Only because he came out and he was like, and I, I read that. I didn't watch it either, but I read it. He came out and said something about how he needs to step away from WWE for a while. And the funny, and like the funny thing is, and the funny thing is, if you're not a like true wrestling fan, you're never gonna know what the fuck that means, right? You're never gonna remember that he was actually part of the fucking uh, of TNA at some point, right? You're gonna be like, what the fuck, right? Step away. No, yeah, they can they can literally get away with calling him Drew McIntyre in TNA. Like, they don't have to go back to him being Drew Galloway either. You know what I mean? Like they can, they can just they can roll with it, and that then you'll really know there's a connection with the companies. Yeah, and also in terms of The Rock, did you see his post from yesterday? No. On Instagram, so it was no. it was highlights. It was highlights from when he came out on Raw the other week, and uh, it's uh, you know it's like a montage or whatever. And but the caption is. These electrifying nights are so special and unforgettable. The connection with the people, the energy, vibe, authenticity, disruption, um, love, mana, the chills. He says, and now we make history, raise the bar and do things that have never been done before in WWE. We go all out and we and all in people's champ with the with uh, like the fist. He's we're 100 percent getting that at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, I feel like I mean, what is okay? And we can kind of lead into the predictions with this. What if, and I know last year we talked, Roman's going to be on both nights. He's going to defend the, the title both nights. Potentially, yeah. What if this is the year? What if he fights the Rock in night one for head of the table, for tribal chiefness, and loses? And the next night, fights for his titles and loses because Solo isn't there and Jimmy's not there because he's no longer the head of the table. Um, I, mean, you can I, do I don't. I don't hate the idea. I yeah. here's. I don't think it happens because of CM Punk. <laughs> Like, I didn't say that Rock versus Roman had to main event it. I, I'm sorry, you're you, that that. There's no way that that's not the main event, in my opinion. 
I have no problem. I have no problem opening the show with that. I'm still. I know. I know everyone is sold on it happening at WrestleMania because why wouldn't you do it at WrestleMania? You wouldn't do it at WrestleMania because in February you've got a huge arena show in a whole other country. I I, I think that there's a real chance that that happens at Elimination Chamber. I mean, look, they did Sammy and Roman last year at Elimination Chamber. And arguably that match going into the beginning of last year felt like the match that should be at WrestleMania to a lot of people. I never thought that match should have been the main event at WrestleMania. The the, the, the story was always Cody. And the way that they built him out of the Rumble made too much sense for it not to be Cody. This year, it's a little different because you haven't gotten to that point of building whoever is going to win the Royal Rumble match. No. But I also don't think that, and this is the thing, we've talked on this show at length about getting the women more main event time and more main things. You mean to tell me that you're going to go into the hometown of the women's champion that's going to be on a 365-plus-day title run, and she's not closing Elimination Chamber? So, we'll see, here's the problem, though. Here's the one problem. And you know me. I'm, I am I want her to get that main event because I want to see the women get more main events because I think it's ridiculous that they haven't had a pay, pay-per-view main event in forever. But what match are you putting Rhea Ripley in that's a main event quality match in, in a month from now? That's not Becky Lynch, which is what you're saving for WrestleMania, I'm sure. Rhea Ripley versus the world inside the fucking elimination chamber. But like but who but I'm still saying they're like, who are you putting in there? Like who who's a big enough deal? Does it matter? I I wanna say yes. I do see your point. I wanna say yes, it matters. If it mattered, then we wouldn't be talking about her being one of the greatest women's champions of all time because she's faced no one in her entire title run. Wait, who's been talking about a her lot. being one go, of the greatest go, go, women go. world Oh, that's champions. right. You only use your Twitter for other things. Yes. Uh, there's enough people on Twitter that's saying that this run has been so great and it's this fantastic run. The fact of the matter is, is she's beaten the Tegan Knox and the Natalia Nighthearts of the world. Yeah, no, no, no. This is a hook-level run. This isn't anything impressive. There are a lot of people that it's she has all this TV time. She's doing all these great things. She's doing all these great things because of the Judgment she, Day and doing all of that. It has nothing to do with the title. Rhea Ripley, her run in the last year as a female wrestler has been one of the best runs a female wrestler has had. But it has, but not the championship. Zero run. to do with the title. Yes, belt. agree, hundred percent agree. I think that Rhea Ripley is one of the top acts in WWE. I don't think it has anything to do with her women's championship so being a great run. So if she's one of the top acts in the company and you're going to her hometown, how are you not main eventing with her? No, you main I, evented with Sammy in his hometown at the But against stadium. Roman, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, you couldn't have done Sammy in Toronto taking on Chad Gable. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't going to be your main event match just because, like, Sammy's there. Like that, like you, you had to have someone that still made it 
a main event match. You know, like look, even back in the day when Steve Austin was the biggest star on the planet, and you could have him main event every single show in every single town, you didn't have him out there wrestling against Al Snow. You had him out there wrestling against Triple H and The Rock, and you know, people who still were like, okay, this is a main event match. Like, though, I don't think there's any women that are built up enough to be that for Rhea Ripley right now. But I think, I for me, I think having it in the 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 chamber is is what makes the match. I don't think it's the the opponents. I think it's because it's the it's the namesake match. Yeah, it's the closing. So like. I mean, if you, I, if you have what Nia, Natty will be in the match. Natty's always in these big matches because she's the ring general for the women's division. Like, I guess I'm just, I'm just hesitant because Lord knows I've sat through, I've I've literally sat through in in Philadelphia, a stinker of a women's elimination chamber match that I think main evented that show. As a matter of fact, that shit was bad. I don't want that for Rhea in Australia. Like, I'd rather her be somewhere else on the card than see, having a bad main event. See, here's the thing. I'd rather her have the bad main event in her hometown. Okay. Because at that point, you're just telling me that you just don't care how great of an act she is. If in her own home country, a place they do not go to often, a place that they do not do PLEs in basically ever, you're like, you know what? We can't even give you that spot because we got to give it to a guy who's been here for, I don't know, 12 out of the last 215 plus days. And a guy who hasn't been here except for one appearance on a Monday Night Raw where he said he's going to go out for dinner tonight and sit at the head of the table. And everyone decided to fucking eat it up like snow cones. So the, um, the elimination chamber is about five competitors, right? Six. Six. Um, all right. So you have... And like 200 yards Rhea, of unforgiving steel. Rhea Ripley, V5. Ripley, Natty, Naya. Um, you're not in it if you're having her at WrestleMania. Oh. Chelsea. Ivy Nile, who just had a, had a tremendous match against Rhea uh, the other week. And... Could do returning Liv Morgan if she's available. Could do Piper Niven. Is, is Liv going to be allowed to leave the, the, the country? Eh, questionable. Uh, you could do Zoe Stark. I was. I, you could I do Shayna Baszler. I was going to say Shayna. Shayna's another name that you could throw in yeah, that match. Like, and I think that match. So if you do Shayna, Rhea, Nia, Natty, uh, Chelsea and Piper or Chelsea and Ivy or something. I think that match, like the problem with the one in Philly is, you know, no offense to them. Sarah Logan stinks. Ruby Riot, meh. And Liv Morgan, I think that was what, that was before she really was comfortable in that big spot. So you had half of that match. Who wasn't ready for it? So, so before we get to the predictions for WWE, can, can we do can we do trivia? I did come up with a question. Oh yeah, I wanna I wanna make this a thing this year. I wanna make it like like bring it back, bring back the the weekly trivia, mm-hmm. and 
don't know if you want to do it the way we did it last time, where like we have to take turns. Like, yeah, that's fine. But the way here, here's what I'm proposing is a way to start it. Okay, we each start with 500 points. Okay, all right. I'll let you be the one to keep track of this because you always keep track of everything. We each start with 500 points. You're allowed to wager as many points as you have. Obviously, I'm not going to go this week. I'm not going to wager anything. So one of you guys can get ahead of me. One of you guys can get below me. Nope, 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 nope. Will you stop? Thank you. I do have a question. I prepared a question for you guys. Um, let me know if you're ready. What is the topic? The topic is the the, the topic is the Texas tornado, actually, because I did go see the Iron Claw the other day. It's a depressing fucking movie, but it's really great. Um, the only thing that counterbalances the really depressing that's the absurd amount of cocaine the, usage. The, the no. Well, you know what's crazy? And this is actually a real fact. They actually changed some facts about what happened to the Von Erich family to make it seem more believable in the movie. Like, that, that is a real thing that, they, that the, the film writers have said. They were like, yeah, if we put everything that actually horribly happened to these people in the movie, some people would be like, wow, y'all went way too far. This can't all be real. <laughs> so they had to actually rain it down some. So that, but it's, it's great. It's a great fucking movie. It's gonna it's gonna be nominated for a bunch of Oscars. And uh, my one my one thing that made me at least smile a little bit during all the sadness was the fact that Zac Efron, who's in ninety nine percent of the scenes, is shirtless in ninety five percent of those. So th- there are there are some benefits to seeing this movie. But okay. So in honor of that movie, I have my question for you guys. Are are you ready? And do we have Jeopardy music? Just it's like we should have Jeopardy music. Mm. Like, give Jim a second Jeopardy music. I believe in him. Hold on. I have. Okay. There we go. It's like the I like it. Yeah. Are you ready for the question? Yes. We don't know because we've all been wrestling fans for a minute of time. What happened? We all know that the Texas Tornado won the Intercontinental Championship during his WWF run, right? Right. Who is the man that beat the Texas Tornado to end his one Intercontinental title reign? Y'all got to the song is over. And you gotta tell me how many points you're wagering. Before you answer the question. We have 500? Um. Give your wager. Michael, give his wager. Then you guys can answer. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to wager 200. Okay. Mike. I would like to wager 100. Okay. Jim, your answer. Form of a question. Who is Mr. Perfect? Michael. Uh, who is Shawn Michaels? 
Well, the correct answer is, in fact, the same person who Texas Tornado beat for the title. It was Mr. Perfect. So, taking an early lead on on take three, Jeopardy 2024. I legitimately thought about Perfect, and I was like, it's too obvious. It just just makes too much sense. All right. All right. That felt good. I like it. Now, WWE predictions. Let's go. Let, let's let's go through these fast, like parts out of an ass, or however long you want to take. I don't really care. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the first the first prediction for the new year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go bold on this one. Not really. Maybe it's bold because I feel like y'all might disagree. I think Roman Reigns beats Hulk Hogan's reign. Okay. I think he gets there. I don't know that he gets very far past there. I think that he gets there, what, around, like, before SummerSlam? I think it's September. I think it's right after. Um, I still think that he's going to do it, though. I think that that's going to be the last actual milestone of the Roman it's Reigns. Got, it's got to be the end. If you get to that, the, the, you can't go. No, you're not getting to the next one, so there's no point in going right. any further after that. Right. But I think it's going to happen. I think they want it. I think that the less the less that Hulk Hogan's name comes up in current WWE history, the happier WWE is at this point. So I think this is this is their only opportunity to really kind of push him down in terms of importance and I think they're going to take it. Yeah, cuz let's keep in mind after after this one after Hogan, which would be September of this year. Yeah. It would be July of 2026. And then... Fuck it, let him keep it. <laughs> Who's that one, Backlund? That's Backlund. And then to beat the the longest reign, which was the, 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 the second Bruno run, would be May of 2028. Literally for... Four more years. It's not going to happen. There's not a chance. And the thing is, too, like, look, at the end of the day, Backlund's harmless. Backlund's not, you know, he's not getting into any trouble. He's not doing anything, like, super crazy. No. At this point, San Martino's dead. Like, he's he's not going to Let's be 100% honest here. Like, for, like, as as much... Triple H got into the business because of Bruno. You're not beating Bruno's record. Yeah. No, I think they're happy with Bruno being kind of like the patriarch yeah. of the history of WWE. They they've accepted that one and they're like, "Yo, he's going to he's the Cary Grant of the WWE." It's like yeah. he's going to be Right, forever. here's the deal. Right, wrong or indifferent. You're this close to the Hogan mark. Like we, and racist, so let's just do right. it. Right, and 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 so by the time we clear, by the time we clear, mania, by the time we clear mania, it's literally only another, you know what, four, five months at most. Like, yeah. and Roman's what, only going to work with one of those. What what's five months at this point? You know, like at yeah, it's so yeah. I I I'm I'm with you on that one. Um. My first one is um, no later than the Bash in Berlin or whatever the hell they're calling it. 
um, Big Goonth will be world heavyweight champion. Like the Raw title? Yeah. You can't win the the, the, yeah, the, the not Roman end, one and yeah. not end it before Hogan because it's right. August 31st. It's Bash in Berlin. Oh, there's two pay-per-views in August? Like, I'm assuming SummerSlam's in August. There's like 17 pay-per-views in the month of July and August. <laughs> I, just looked at, I just looked at the PLE schedule. There's an NXT show the night after Money in the Bank at the Scotiabank Arena where Money in the Bank is taking place called NXT Heat Wave. I thought that was an ECW show. What that wasn't an ECW I know it was. That's what I'm saying. I thought they were bringing it back for one night only. Um, Let's get Bully Ray on that NXT show. No. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna go. You know they say don't go full crazy. I'm gonna go full crazy here. <laughs> go full crazy. There will be a money in the bank cash in. It will not be by Damian Priest. Okay. He will lose the briefcase to Cody Rhodes at Elimination Chamber, and Cody Rhodes will cash in on CM Punk to end night one. Of WrestleMania and go heel. That would be interesting. Oh, I fucking love that. That would be really interesting. So Punk gets his main event. So he's happy. He gets his win too. He wins the title, but then Cody. Get, oh. And then you got a huge feud set up in the next like three, four months. If if you're not going to let Cody finish that story yeah this year yeah you cannot have him involved with roman reigns yeah no he can't well and and because theoretically if we are getting roman rock cody needs something else to do and what makes the most sense phil eliminates punk or phil eliminates cody from the rumble maybe sneakily maybe pulling an austin move where he gets eliminated and nobody sees it comes back in dumps cody Cody gets pissed off, won't let him in the fucking title match. Damian Priest is like, I'm going to go cash this in. And Cody's like, fuck you. And they fight for the briefcase somehow. And, you know, he doesn't pull off the heist of the century 2.0. He waits for Phil to win the match because he wants his revenge against Phil. That would be crazy. And that's how Cody finishes this chapter of the story. I love it. All right. Why don't we do one more round? Why don't we do uh women uh prediction? Yeah. I prefer not doing women. No. Um who does number two work for? Let's see. Can you stop? Um shoot. The women are hard. Um, <laughs> um yeah, you Can you first. stop? When do you guys go first? It will be revealed shortly after Bailey wins the Royal Rumble that the puppet master of damage control is not Kyrie Sane. It is not Asuka. It is not Io Sky. It is Dakota Kai. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Um... We're all after Mania. Um, the tag team champion, women's tag team champions, 
who is currently it's Carter and Carter Chance. and Chance. So they got to get it. They got to get it back on heels. They got to get it back on on heels, which you can do. You have a couple of months. So whoever it is, whether it's Chelsea and Piper, or, I mean, if you're talking night after Mania, you can do it at Mania. Yeah. So anyway, get the title back on heels because it doesn't matter who it is anyway. You know, they come out and they're running. They're running their mouths. This, that, and the other thing that there's there's no worthy challengers out there for these titles and we get Naomi and Sasha back to claim the titles that they never lost so this is the Sonya Deville Chelsea Green heel champions oh yeah there you go is yeah because Sonya I would think is probably soon back right Sonya never lost her half of that title so and Piper just squashed Chelsea in the rematch. So yep. They're not going to be a tag team for that much longer. Yeah, I think Sonya got... She's got to soon be ready to get back. So. Okay, you know what? I got one. And I don't know if this is really as much a prediction as much as something I would just like to see. Bianca Belair joins the female Hurt Locker. I mean, they're apparently calling it the Pride. No, whatever. Anyway, um, I would like to see... I would like to see Evolution 2. I would like to see another all-female PLA. You got you're doing apparently seventeen of them in June. You know you're, you're you're doing so many of them. Pick a fucking weekend that was going to be a house well, show. Bring a couple of cameras. It's basically what you did with the first evolution. So so far, Rumble, yeah, Vengeance Day, Chamber. So you're counting NXT. Oh, okay. Chamber. Stand and I can't feel my liver. WrestleMania, backlash in France. In France, backlash France, May fourth at the LDLC Arena in Lyon, France. The Mountie return confirmed. Uh, July sixth, Money in the Bank from the Scotia Bank in Canada. July seventh, Heatwave from the Scotia Bank in Toronto, and Bash in Berlin in August. Obviously in Berlin. So you got a pay per view in June that you could put. Uh, and then anything from September on hasn't been really announced yet. See, I would do, I would do an uh, evolution too. I would do it around the same time they did it last time, which was what around like October, November. I'd I'd have one of your main matches on it be the rematch of the WrestleMania match between Becky and Rhea. That's once you do it once, you're going to be able to build it as a huge match again. If Jade is ready by then, have her wrestle on that show. You can you can put together using all three brands. You can put together a hell of a woman's card. I honestly think with the roster that they have now, especially if you can get Jade ready and you, you utilize some of the NXT talent, because I think that'd be a great way to showcase NXT. Yeah, I think the roster now is more equipped. To make a a women all women's pay per view than it was back then. Think about it, if you have if you have Sasha back, you have Naomi back, and then like yeah, because remember the last time the way that they integrated that's not the way you say that the way that they got NXT shut up it's late the way that they got NXT onto the show was the what the hell is even that 
It was the finals of the May Young Classic last time, and it was what Shayna and Eo. Yeah. Ky- it was Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie. Like, I mean, you can run another. No, May the May Young, Young Classic final was Tony Storm and Eo. Okay. I just. Well, no, I thought, there, I thought, the next I thought there was two of them. Yeah, there's been two. Well, this is the 2018 one that finished at Evolution. Okay. Oh, okay. But, like, you can run another one of those and have two of the top female talents from NXT get on the show easily just like that. October 28th was when the show was. Yeah, so oh. the dark match. The dark match. Monica Davenport, is she in NXT? Uh, the dark match was Rhea defeating Dakota Kai. Um, to retain the NXT UK women's title. Trish Stratus and Lita defeated Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Um, Nia Jax beat Ember Moon in a battle royal um, for a women's title match. Tony Storm beat Io Shirai in the Mae Young Classic final. Sasha Bailey and Natalya defeated the Riot Squad. Shayna defeated Kyrie Sane for the... Um, uh, NXT women's title. Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair in the last woman standing to retain the SmackDown women's title. And Ronda defeated Nikki Bella to retain the Raw women's title. It's kind of interesting how many of those women aren't in the company anymore. But like you said, the women's division now also feels more equipped to actually put together a show like this. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, look, if you looked at that show that time, they didn't do a huge production. It kind of looks like they just grabbed like three old cameras that they used to use to film MSG house shows and were just like, yo, let's make this happen. Do it again like that. Give it to me gorilla style. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, like I like that. I liked it. I liked it. You know, it was it was different and, and it should have been different. Yes. Twenty five people that appeared on that show are no longer in the WWE. That's crazy. And one of them's Ronda Rousey and that's all that matters. Thank God. But yeah, I would en- I would enjoy that. That's gonna I'm gonna pick, make that my prediction just to kind of like speak it into the universe. Um, I guess my last one, just because I want to say this out loud, uh, they're gonna split the tag titles and they're gonna fucking redesign them. God, I hope so. I mean, if if, if you're gonna put Evolution out there to put it out in the world and hope that it changes, I'm putting fucking new tag titles out there. It's time. Jesus, those are awful. I mean, it's, it's especially. I went, I went back. Can we and get watched... another new Intercontinental title because the one now is hot, hot garbage too. I feel like it's especially time to split the tag titles because, like, while you didn't split the world title that Roman has, you created a new belt. You can't create new. Tag you can't titles. create new tag titles. You're going to do what you did with the women's ones, which is have them separate. And then even if you want to rename them, even if you want one of them to be the universal tag titles and one of them to be the the world, WWE the tag, tag titles. Right, whatever. Even if you don't want it to be Raw SmackDown, yeah. that's fine. But both shows have strong enough tag divisions. And with them having their own GMs, I think that it's inevitably coming. Well, because also, too, think about it like this. Like, right now, like Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, they would matter a hell of a lot more if the Street Profits were the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Or at least fighting for the titles. The, cha- capacity, the champions yeah. aren't even there because the Judgment Day isn't part of SmackDown. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, And, and the thing is, is uh, I want new fucking designs just because I'm fucking over them. Because guess what I started yesterday? I went back and started watching 2004 because guess what? It was 10 years ago. And 2004. 
20 years ago. No, no, 2014. Oh, you said 2004. All right, did I? My bad. 14 is what I went back and started watching. And the tag team champions, the Brotherhood, Cody Rhodes and fucking uh, Dustin Rhodes, they were the same titles that the judgment they have on black straps. Oh, oh buddy, on. those I can I can tell you to I can tell you when. Um, I'm fairly certain it may not have been at that show, but I went the the first retro raw episode, raw old school. That was that that was that show, or the show was what it was that sh- it was the show before that show. Literally, I was watching it. it was raw old school. It was it was the week before because the um. Because they had the titles, because Natalia, it was the it was the, the 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 foundation or whatever the fuck it was called. No. Um. Oh, where the fuck was that? Heart attack light. The old school. It was old school raw in November of 2010. That they had those copper belts. Oh no! I'm saying. The, the one that Cody and Dustin had were the silver face plates that they currently have. Yeah. But I'm saying like even those the, those plate designs were yeah. on the were on the copper plates. Oh, absolutely. So like we've been dealing with these this this plate design for almost fifteen years. It's fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah, but not great, Bob. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Fucking dog water, man. Just, uh, I'm good. Real good on this. Jim, anything else you want to talk into existence? Mm, um, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, right. right, you want to do wrestler of the week? Let me move the computer over here so I can actually write this properly. Oh, that's a hell of a glare. Anybody watching at home, sorry for that fucking glare. You need to look at the Rock logo on my shirt because he's going to main event one night at WrestleMania or something like that. I don't know. Some people said it on Twitter. Uh, screw you guys. I'm going first. Let's see you night out. Ooh. Nope, never mind. We already we already did Wrestle Kingdom. Um, we did it on last week's episode. Uh, screw you guys. I'm still going first. Give me uh, who did something cool this week? <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. Uh, who won like the main event on Raw? Yeah, I don't necessarily always go with that route because just because they main evented doesn't mean it was good. That's valid. Oh, what's number I wanted to do? Um, let's go with, I would have said the Young Bucks when they came out with that stupid mustache. Give me the new North American champion, Obi Fema. You motherfucker. Got him. Oba Femi. Boba Fett? What? Yes. Jim. Um, Carter and Chance retained their women's tag team titles overall. Joseph. Motherfucking Ginger Mahal. The number one name in pro wrestling this week. Thank you, Tony Khan. God, I can't wait to not put him in my top 15. <laughs> um, we'll wait till he wins the world title next week. 
Yeah, if he wins the world title and Damian Priest doesn't immediately cash in, fuck Damian Priest, shouldn't him to the fucking moon. You know, we can send him to the moon right next to Kellen Moore. <laughs> Thought you'd appreciate that one. Um, let's go here. Like, I wanted to mention Matt Riddle because he made his debut, but it's Matt Riddle. Yeah, that's not... It's almost almost as bad as Rich Swan. Um... Because I didn't watch any of fucking Dynamite last night. Let me look at the results. I not, legitimately not forgot a, that Dynamite a, was on. Not last a goddamn night. thing happened except for we had eight man tag matches uh, that had two former members of the Dark Order lead teams that didn't have other members of the Dark Order on them. That was fucking weird. I get it. It's for Brody. I understand. Uh, you know, what? give me give me Stacks and give me Tony D the the family for retaining the uh, NXT tag titles. Um, give me Alex Kane retained the MLW world title at their pay-per-view last week. Om ye. Joseph. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Cody Rhodes for finishing the story. Finishing the the, the, the latest story again. Finishing the, finishing that paragraph of the book. Finishing the manga against Shinsuke Nakamura. Thank fucking God. Thank God that's over. That was so bad. I like that fuse. You would. I thought it was going to go longer. I was I was excited to see more. God, make it stop. I mean, it still might. They're both going to probably be in the Rumble. Oh, they've already announced Shinsuke. They had a whole yeah. uh, they had a whole special that they tried to sell us on that they were going to tell us that WrestleMania next year was going to be in Minnesota or that something crazy was going to happen. Or and that, it was just that, it yeah. was that Shinsuke Nakamura declared for the Royal Rumble. I heard of that, yeah. Jim actually sat on the three CT show and watched it live, live reporting in case something major happened. And legitimately, it was Shinsuke Nakamura has declared for the role. Yeah, it was him and Becky. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the one who's going to win the women's match and a guy who's going to be eliminated at seventeen. Yeah, very much. Cool. Love that for us. Uh, Joe standing up. He has nothing else to say. He's almost derailed this show enough with his rich swan talk. Jim. Uh- you're not kidding. Uh, at Big Jim Sports on Twitter, uh, hit the link tree. It'll take you to 3CT. It'll take you to Huddle Up. It'll take you to uh, Discussion with a Nobody. You know the deal. Um, yeah, I'm fucking tired. Take three on Twitter at Take the Number Three Wrestling. At They Call Me Burn. We've done enough damage to our credibility and to our psyches on this show. We'll see you guys next week on the Take the Wrestling Podcast. <laughs>